weight loss isn't just about the number on the scale. I'm guessing you've heard this before, and while I wholeheartedly agree, and you'll hear why I agree, I also think this phrase can lead you down the wrong path. So let's talk about why weight loss isn't just about the number on the scale, but also how this statement can steer you wrong. Hey mama, welcome to the Tough Love Mom Podcast. I know you're here because you're ready to get consistent and finally lose that weight and you're not afraid of a little tough love. You know what to do to lose weight, but following through on those things feels impossible. You wish you could just feel like your strong, confident self again and want to be a good example for your little ones, but you get thrown off by mom guilt and the unpredictability of motherhood. It's frustrating. Taking on your journey postpartum is hard, but it's not impossible. Hey, I'm Liz and I've been where you are. I gained a lot of weight in my pregnancies, 90 pounds and then 60 pounds. I needed to lose that weight to take control of my health and honestly just wanted to feel like myself again. With a sustainable approach to weight loss, simple consistency and working on my mindset, I lost it all in just over a year both times and I'm here to help you do the same. I believe that we have an ingrained ability to figure out what we need to do, make it happen and do it in a way that awes the world. If you're ready to stop falling off the wagon, create solid routine and healthy habits, and finally feel your best inside and out, all while enjoying dino nuggets on your salad, you are in the right place. We're about to transform your journey, my friend. Get pumped up. It is tough love time. Ever since having Royce and going through my postpartum journey, this statement has held so true. The statement of weight loss isn't just about the number on the scale. For me, weight was and still is an indicator of health, but I also knew that only focusing on the scale wouldn't do it for me. That wasn't going to motivate me long-term. It wasn't going to encourage me along this long journey that I had. I had to get focused on other things and other ways that I was making progress and what I was doing day to day to make that number change. If I got too focused on one specific thing, I would get let down or frustrated. And if I focus too much on one area, you can also kind of, I could also lose sight of what my ultimate goal was. And that's why I'm bringing you this episode today, because I think as moms, it can be really easy amidst the craziness of motherhood to say, okay, I'm just going to focus on this one area, this one area of result, and try to get that to change, try to get, and it gets frustrating. It gets, can create anxiety because we're only focusing on that one area of results. Let's first talk about why weight loss isn't all about the number on the scale. The first thing And I think most moms know this, but just if you don't, and if it's kind of a hard thing to grasp is weight loss fluctuates day to day, especially as a woman. I mean, maybe if you're in those first few months postpartum and you don't have your period back yet, and we're going there, but you know, it still will fluctuate day to day based on how much water you've drank. If you've exercised, if you're sore, uh, how you ate the day before, how you slept, uh, if you're breastfeeding, (laughs) your, your weight could change based on how close it's been to your last breastfeeding session. I mean, your weight fluctuates not even day to day, probably hour to hour. Uh, Absolutely, hour to hour. So if you're weighing yourself too often, that can in itself be very frustrating and get you focused on the wrong thing. Weight fluctuates day to day. If you have your period back postpartum, while it's fluctuating throughout the month, I personally, when I was in a season of working towards losing weight, because I, for health reasons, needed to, uh, I didn't weigh myself weekly. Even I honestly probably weighed myself once a month. It was around the same time of the month, 
for obvious reasons during my cycle, because your weight can fluctuate during your cycle. It can fluctuate week to week and it can fluctuate day to day. So weight fluctuates day to day. Do not rely on it as a day to day measurement of health because it's going to change. It's going to change based on the hour. It's going to change based on what you did yesterday or didn't do yesterday, how you ate, how you slept, how you drank water, all of that, your stress levels. I mean, everything. So your, your weight fluctuates day to day. It's not the be all end all, and it's not the best indicator day to day. Another reason why weight loss is not all about the number on the scale is your weight doesn't always change. Even if your body composition composition is changing. So sometimes when you're on your journey, you might hit a plateau because you're working on strength building. Maybe you're, you're growing some muscle, some fat is burning. And guess what? Your weight might not change because of that body composition changing. There's other things that you can look at to indicate progress that aren't just the scale. And I know you know that, but your weight might not change even if your body composition is changing. So if you're only looking down at that number and trying to let that be your guide for making progress, you're missing out on all these other areas that you are also making progress at the same time if you are being disciplined and you are being consistent. So yes, the number on the scale matters. I do believe that, but it's not the be all end all because you might be making progress in other areas, but not realize it because you're focused too much on a number, right? So the third thing, why that makes weight loss, not just all about the number is that there are so many other indicators of health. That last point is why the scale is not the be all end all. It's important. Yes. But overall, having a focus on your health overall, like big picture is way more important. There are so many other things that can indicate health and that can indicate progress. So let's talk about those. Some other things that can determine or give you a picture of what your overall health is that aren't just the scale, your blood pressure, lab work. So like if you get blood work done, seeing the numbers come back. So things like cholesterol, uh, blood sugar levels, all of that, your energy levels throughout the day. Uh, if you have your period back, what your cycle looks like on a month to month basis, the regularity of it, that's a big indicator of health. And then another, these are, this is not like an exhaustive list. This is just a few that I came up with, but another big indicator of health is how well you're sleeping. How rested do you feel when you wake up in the morning? So those are other things you can look to, to say, you know, big picture, how healthy am I right now? Not just the scale, but all of these other things too. And then progress. What can indicate progress in your journey? Again, any lab work and any progress that you see in those health indicators we just talked about is progress. That is a measure of progress. How your clothes fit. If you've got like a pair, I've got these running shorts that I love. And uh, about a year and a half ago, they fit comfortably. And now I'm at a point like I'm kind of between a medium and a large in pant sizes, they're larges. And now when I wear them, they like kind of sag down a little bit. I'm like, maybe I need to get these shorts and mediums because I've just leaned out a little bit more in the past year and a half. So how your clothes fit visually, what you see in the mirror as your body composition changes, right? Like I said, the scale might not be changing, but your body composition might, if you're lifting weights, especially that's something where if you're sore, your muscles are going to retain water and the scale will not change as much because your muscles are retaining water when they're sore. After you're sore is like one of the worst times to get on the scale because your muscles are holding onto water. So don't, please don't get on the scale if you're sore. <laughs> just going to note that there. But what you see in the mirror is your body composition changes. That's a huge indicator of progress, especially if you're taking progress pictures. It's a great way to see it. And another, this is one of my favorites is if you've been working on habits specifically in your journey and, and getting more disciplined and consistent in certain things like a wake up time or 
how you're cooking dinner for your family or what you're eating for lunch, meal planning, um, consistency with workouts, whatever it is. If you're focusing on certain habits and getting more disciplined in them, if you're starting to feel like those are becoming more natural or it's becoming easier to follow through, that's a huge progress indicator because you're actually making it your lifestyle. Ooh, it's my favorite. Uh, And two other ones that you can see progress in are your endurance cardiovascularly and your strength. Just in everyday life, you know, picking up, carrying your kids around, how quickly do you get out of breath or not? Uh, During your workouts, if you're using weights or spinning or running, whatever, seeing progress in your performance during your workouts as well. The issue that I see comes in when we focus only on one of the above, like on one of the things. So if we're just focusing on how our clothes fit, or we're just focusing on maybe our energy levels or how we're sleeping, or we're just focusing on our strength or we're just focusing on like visually what you see in the mirror, or you're just focusing on the number on the scale. If you're doing that, you're only focusing on a singular indicator of progress. And while all these things matter, all of these things are vital to your overall health. And when you hear holistic approach to weight loss or a holistic approach to health, that's what that means is you're taking all these things into account, not just the scale, but also not just the things that aren't scale related, right? So when you do that, when you're only focusing in on one thing, you're going to get blinded to all these other things that are showing you progress, that are showing that you're changing, that are showing results in your life. And it can get really frustrating when you're only looking at one and it's not changing, right? Especially the number on the scale. So generically speaking, I'm going to take a step back from weight loss and our journeys for a second. But when you take a step back, generically speaking, when you get obsessed too much over just one thing, like Oreos or your Starbucks drink or whatever, or TV show, anything, when you're getting overly obsessed on just one thing, it becomes unhealthy, right? So now we're zooming back into our journey. I made that statement. Now we're going to zoom back into our journey. If you obsess too much over or just focus in on one thing too much in your weight loss, whether like it's literally weight loss and the number on the scale, or if it's any of those individual indicators of progress or health, it will lead to unhealthy thinking and unhealthy habits. That's what leads to that roller coaster, that frustration, that obsession over the last five pounds, when actually maybe those last five pounds, you're at your healthiest with those last five pounds, because everything else, the indicators of health and the measures of progress are in an ideal place, but you can't see it because you're too focused on a number. Like maybe those last five pounds aren't what you need to get rid of. Maybe you need to get rid of that sole focus on the last five pounds and everything else is actually in a really good place, but you're too focused on that one thing. So what should you focus on instead? You're like, okay, Liz, well, I don't want to focus on all those things because that's a little stressful. How do I, how do I change all those things or focus on all those things? And you're telling me to do one thing at a time. So how do you do that? Right? Right after I told you not to focus too much on one thing, (laughs) it's your choices. So there's a difference here. You need to focus on your moment to moment choices because those are what build up long-term, right? Like you make a choice right now, 10 minutes from now, you make another choice or actually make, I think it's like over 10 or 30,000 choices a day. We make a lot of choices. If you ever heard of decision fatigue, it's real. (laughs) But those choices that you make moment to moment, especially around your own personal health are what build up long-term and create that overall health that you have. Those are what build up long-term and result in the number that you see on the scale. Those are what build up long-term and determine progress that you make or progress that you don't make. Those choices, aka actions, that you take moment to moment are what create the results. And so that's what the difference is. Instead of focusing on results, which is measures of progress, 
indicators of health and the number on the scale, those are all results. I want you focusing on each individual choice you're making, the actions that you're taking moment to moment and day to day, not judgmentally or criticizing yourself. And I'm also not telling you to look back and get upset with yourself on choices you made in the past because those are past. I just want you from this point on moving forward, each time you're deciding something about a workout or going to bed at a good time or what you're going to eat, I want you to think big picture. I want you to go, well, following through right now on what I know is best for me, move me closer to that picture of overall health that I want to live out, or is it going to move me further away? Is having that second slice of cake at that three-year-old neighbor's birthday party really going to serve me long-term? Or is it something that I really don't need right now? I just want it because my flesh wants it. You know, is it, what is the difference there? Those are the choices that matter. Those are what I want you to focus on. Because when you get focused on the results, it's just going to get frustrating, right? That's when we start getting too obsessed about the number in the last five pounds and whatever else and start drilling into, in my opinion, unhealthy thinking. We get into this mindset of, well, if I try this diet or if I do those specific exercises that that woman's doing, or if I can just be super disciplined for the next three weeks, then I can let go and I'll be in the place I want to be at. That's not the way to approach it. It's really not. What you need to focus on is those moment to moment choices. And that's what we do in starting point sessions. It's not easy, but when you can get focused on one thing at a time, And when I say thing, I'm specifically talking about actions or habits. And if you heard my habits episode, habits aren't, aren't something that you do necessarily. Habits are actually things you do subconsciously, unconsciously, like without thinking. (laughs) They're things that are just a reaction. And I want you to get to the point where the choices that you make that are for your best, that are for your betterment, that overall are going to get you to that picture of health. Those choices are the reactionary ones. They're innate in you. They're just how you show up. They're just who you are. They're not forced. They don't take a bunch of mental effort. They don't take a bunch of that decision energy. I want you to get to that point where getting out of bed when your alarm goes off, doing the workout at 6 a.m. If that's when you want to do your workout, not telling you you have to just if that's I'm just giving examples here. Okay. You know, eating a healthy breakfast, eating healthy lunch instead of eating your kids scraps and leftovers, (laughs) making dinner for your family instead of going through the drive through. Like these are all things that can become habit for you. And they're all things I've helped women get into habit with in our starting point sessions. They're all things that are starting points for different women. Starting point is simply picking one thing to start with on your journey so you can start getting consistent and disciplined overall and create that lifestyle that you want. Like when you're sitting here going, you know, I just don't feel motivated every day. I get really frustrated because I'm not where I want to be. And there's all these changes I want to make, but I don't even know where to start or you've tried to make all those changes before and you have for maybe a few days or even a few weeks, but then you fall off. That's because you're not taking it on one thing at a time. You haven't determined where you do need to start. Each person's starting point is different because we're all unique. Our circumstances are all different. And so, you know, you probably didn't pick the right starting point or maybe you picked too many. That's not the good thing to do. You want one. I don't want you trying to eat healthy and work out consistently and start getting up at 5 a.m. all at once with your morning routine. Like, nope, we're going to do one. And that's what I help you figure out on your starting point session. And then you're going to get two weeks of accountability from me as well as you follow through on that one habit daily and actually make it habit. Like right now, it's an action that you're having to 
do and track and be consistent with and get accountability for. But after a few weeks, it becomes natural. It becomes something you want. It becomes something that is just innate in you. Some take a few more than two weeks. Some starting points take one, two, but I help you figure out what's the right one for you. And then I'm going to help you figure out how to navigate any, any obstacles that come up, how to make sure you stay on track, and then what to add in next as your next stepping stone, what to take on next in your journey so it can still feel doable amidst everything that goes on in motherhood. And it can still be something that's sustainable. It becomes something that's part of who you are and not this like, yeah, I did that program for 30 days and I just haven't done anything with it since. That's not the way to live. I want you living that healthy life that you envision for yourself, but I want it to be something you live out the rest of your life, right? So that's what we do on starting point sessions. That's the end result over a long period of time. I have something coming uh, later this year that's going to help you create that for your own life and do it over the course of five, six, seven months where uh, you don't have to work one-on-one with me. It's a little more less hands-on, a little more less of a time commitment, not more less of a time commitment (laughs) for you, which will be nice because you can actually make those changes and come up with that plan and still get my accountability and support and encouragement. Um, so that's coming. So keep your eyes peeled because that's going to be good. But in the meantime, if you're at a place where you're like, I've tried to do it all at once, or I've tried and I'm frustrated and I don't know where to start and actually how to make this sustainable, book a starting point session with me. You can just go to the toughlovemom.com backslash coaching. All the information is right there. But when we get too focused on the results, which is the fun part of starting point sessions, is we get you focused on the actions. I'm like, the beginning is all about, hey, where do you want to go? What kind of results do you want? How do you want to feel? How do you want to be showing up? You tell me all of it. And it's great to envision that. It's fun. It's encouraging to know what that looks like for yourself. But then I go, okay, cool. We're going to focus on doing this one thing for two weeks. And that's all you're focusing on. I don't want you focusing on what you just told me for 20 minutes. I don't want you focusing on the number on the scale. We we don't even talk about weight loss. (laughs) Once we get past the whole, how do you want to live point? We dig into, okay, this is what you're going to do now for two weeks. And that's all you're going to focus on. It's doable amidst all you got going on. It's sustainable for the long run. And we just build it one brick at a time until your big old house is built. And you've got this lifestyle that is exactly what you pictured. You've got this picture of health that you wanted. So go book a starting point session. If you've never done one, they are transformational. If you want to hear what they sound like, I mean, go listen to some of the starting point sessions I've had on the podcast. They're awesome. But again, biggest takeaway from this episode I want you to have in the grand scheme of things is all of this, taking your focus off of the weight loss and onto what you're doing. It's not easy, but it is that simple. Like what I just said, taking your focus off of the results and onto your actions is simple. Weight loss, not just being about the number means focus on what you're doing, not just the results you get out of it. Does the number matter? Does your weight matter? In the grand scheme of things, yes, I believe it does. It is an indicator of health. But do all of those other indicators of health matter too? 100% absolutely yes. It all matters. All of it. All of it creates the picture of what your health actually is, where you actually are. I just want you to take your focus off of those things and put them on what you're doing to make that picture of health your reality. Okay? I love you, mama. I hope you're encouraged by this and I hope you have some clarity on maybe what you can start focusing on a little bit less day to day and what you can start focusing on a little bit more. And again, if you need help figuring out what to focus on action-wise, book your starting point session. Till next time, get after it. 
Before you go, thank you for spending this time with me on the Tough Love Mom podcast. If this episode encouraged you in any way, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a review letting me know how the show has impacted you. Then send this episode to another mom friend or take a screenshot, post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me on this journey to impact thousands of moms. I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you, sister. Until next time, get after it.